Hi, this is Ellie Fishman. We're live. Um, it's Wednesday, April 5th. Uh, those of you who are uh, of the Jewish persuasion, tonight's the first night of Passover. It's Passover, so uh, enjoy your matzahs. And those of you of uh, Catholic, uh, Protestant, I guess this Friday is Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And uh, best of luck to you there and happy holidays. And those of you who celebrate Ramadan, I think we're this is the month, so happy holidays. So everybody's celebrating a holiday. It was just a little bit quieter coming to work this morning. I come early, usually there's not much traffic, and there wasn't much traffic surely today as well, though I will admit I think a lot of that relates to the fact there's no school. When there's no school, there's a whole lot less traffic. So that part's really, really easy. So let's see, um, what am I going to talk about today? Well, if you've been around the last month, six weeks, the word you heard was chat GPT. Basically, it was a company that had been developing some AI-related software, which in many ways is a new way of thinking about search and pushed forward by Microsoft, who made a $10 billion investment, and very nice presentation. And then you remember that Google tried to show what they were working on called BARD, B-A-R-D, which I've been testing as well, which really wasn't. Uh, had a terrible presentation, and I think they just panicked a little bit and knocked their stock down 15%. I think it's come back for the most part. But if you think about it for a second, Search and AI, that's what ChatGTP is. But you know, AI is in search already. Think about it for a second. If you go to Google and you type in uh, IPMN, the computer decides where it's gonna take you to the best articles on IPMN. It'll take you to articles that are published, it'll take you to some surgical stuff, radiology stuff. You can look through and make it a little bit more specific you can follow what it shows you and we all know whatever you pick whether it's IPMN or you pick a best baseball team or you pick um, best restaurants whatever question you ask Google seems to have the right answer that's AI so to say that we now are using AI for search is really incorrect but what ChatGPT is, and we did publish an article, I'll just tell you that uh, Philippe Soyer, who's uh, editor of Diagnostic Interventional Radiology, which is a very highly rated journal, um, wrote an article about ChatGPT, or used ChatGTP to write an article, and then asked us to comment on it. And as many of you know, we are uh, working closely with Microsoft, so I asked my friends at Microsoft, um, one, one, and uh, Bill Weeks to uh, basically help us and we wrote an article that's published and we're writing another article about it but basically what you're looking at is the ability to train something to be able to answer questions to be able to search information now ChatGTP is at the 4.0 maybe 4.5 level a month ago was at the 3.5 level. So people wrote, oh, it's incredible. And then people wrote, oh, 
look at the wrong answers. I've seen people show things uh, and you know it really is good. Uh, so I am um, really pleased with that. Uh, so in, in a sense that part is really good. Okay. The flip side is you're in the process really of looking at something that's being developed, okay? You know, this is the important, this is what's really important. As you develop things, it's not perfect. And so people say, oh, ChatGTP doesn't work well because it answered this questions incorrectly. One of the things with ChatGTP was kind of interesting, it doesn't give you the source of information. So if I ask you a question, what's the five most common findings in von Hippel-Lindau disease? You can list them, but how did you get those answers? Well, I like to see while well, I looked it up, here's the article, here's the reference. What ChatGTP does is give you the answers, but not where it came from. And in fact, it really is good. It doesn't ever say, I don't know the answer. It'll give you an answer. The answer may be wrong. That's the challenge of ChatGTP, knowing what's right and what's wrong. And particularly as you started looking at people in practice, the question became, what do you do? You know, if people ask questions, they can get the wrong answers. So ChatGPT is not ready for prime time. I think there actually is a term. When ChatGTP makes up an answer, which sounds very correct, it's hallucination. That's what it's called. In fact, you know, we all use that term hallucination when someone would make up something. What are you hallucinating? But hallucination is an answer from ChatGTP that really doesn't exist. It's not really the correct answer. Now there's a really good article you should read, New England Journal of Medicine published this past weekend. I think it's three authors, two from Microsoft, one's from Nuance. And they showed how fast things are changing. That they asked a few questions. So let's say there was two questions. One ChatGTP was correct. The other one it was totally off. The newest version of ChatGTP, which was developed while they were writing the article, they asked the new version to look at those two questions and look at the answers and determine whether or not the answers were correct. And first answer it said correct the second answer it said whoever's answering this is making up stuff this is, does not exist this is the wrong answer which was actually the case it was the wrong answer so um, uh, uh oh Lily's calling me so I'm a Lily I'm live and I'm recording I don't know why you don't see me but it says live video and it's it, I'm live okay all right, all right. bye Okay, well, hopefully I am live. If not, I'm going to be doing this again soon. But um, so it's interesting how fast things are going. So what I want to say is pay attention, but don't be taking it to the bank. One of our friends at Microsoft tell us one of the greatest things about ChatGTP will be that it can go into medical records, look at a patient's notes from multiple physicians over time, tons of material which nobody ever gets to go look through, and then take all the material and then give you one report telling you everything. So I think the ability to search med medical data, the ability to streamline things and make us more efficient 
is one of the promises of ChatGTP. The way I think about it is, if you're moving into a building that's 100 stories, even paid your money, moving on the 50th floor, the building is now in the third floor. It's about two and a half years till it's the 100th floor, and you won't be moving in for two and a half years. If you look at the building now, you say, you know, this building is no good. It's only three floors. My building, I can't, I'll never move in. The building's never going to be done. It's not, the building is a failure. It's only three stories, supposed to be 100. It's a failure. That's the point. It's not a failure. It's not done yet. What's unique about ChatGTP is we're watching a work in progress. We're watching it being done as it's being done. We're criticizing, we're complimenting. That's all great. I think at the end of the day, it's gonna make it better. That's what makes it so exciting. But don't think that like there's an article, oh, it read the questions wrong, or it did this wrong, <coughs> or it passed this exam, or failed that exam. It has a long way to go. None of us like material without references. We need references. All these things will be there in time. But my recommendation is watch the ChatGPT space. It's very exciting and it's gonna rapidly change over the next couple years and it will impact us in medicine in a way I think that will be very positive. So with that, everyone enjoy the rest of the week, the holidays, the good weather, and everything good in this world. Have a great day, everybody.